Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we disassemble a film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute segments, and then examine it in obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco. And Kyle. Yes, sir. You know, any of us who have ever been a baby, which I think is... (laughs) As, As many of us have. Many of us have been babies. Or any of us who has ever had to create a solar system model for our elementary science class is familiar with a particular type of art. And that type of art is the kinetic sculpture. Ah. All right. Kinetic art. It's a form or a medium that contains movement perceivable by the viewer or depends on motion for its effect. Thank you, Wikipedia. (laughs) I bring this up because there's, there's a piece of kinetic art that takes up the whole frame in most of this minute. (laughs) Interesting. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because it's all about distraction here in yes! minute 78 of Iron Man 2 from 2010, directed to John Favreau. Uh, and so we uh, pick up where we left off, which is uh, uh, there's some news reporter thing that's uh, you know going on that's Still going uh, on. being yes. cruel to uh, Pepper. And Tony is then uh, taking the time as she's finishing up her telephone call to look around the room. Uh, so that you see that all of the stuff that was his, because we actually never really saw this office as Tony Stark's. Like right. when we saw it in Iron Man 1, it, uh, Obadiah had taken over. Uh, and then now here it is Pepper has taken over and made it her own. Uh, so now all of Tony's stuff is piled in a corner under a bunch of sheets, <laughs> right. which is a very interesting uh, development for you know, our hero uh, of this. Uh, so as, we, as we're going through, we can see he's looking through the boxes. We see the, uh, the Fortune magazine that was not only uh, from the montage in Iron Man 1, but also uh, hanging up on the wall, uh, the crazy wall of Ivan uh, in, in Russia. That was one of the things that he had uh, pinned up to his wall of his, right. uh, uh, his hate wall. Um, uh, he's going through stuff we see. Then he, uh, Tony pulls down a sheet and reveals, oh, it turns out he had had the model. So the actual model we, we've been seeing for the last five minutes or so that his father has been uh, shooting his video in front of. And we saw way back at the beginning of the movie uh, during the um, introduction video that uh, Howard did for the, the new Stark Expo. Uh is there? So she actually had the, originally he had the model in his office. Uh, now she's he hadn't destroyed it. She basically just moved it out of the way. And so we see that because, gee, Rob, do you suppose that's going to be important later on? Can I can I go a little deeper on you on that? Oh sure. I think there's even some ridiculously minute foreshadowing on that model. When you oh. see him turn to it, there is a sheet that is obscuring it. The mm-hmm. sheet weirdly is printed with the Stark Industries logo. <laughs> And branding, Rob. It's wait, all about branding. But the sheet is backwards and the logo oh. is backwards, telling the viewer that what is under this sheet will bring on new meaning when its perspective <laughs> is changed. I don't know. I don't wow. Know. Will, it, will it help us solve the riddle of his heart? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. No, this story again, things you never notice until you're doing what we're doing. Right. Yeah. What happened there? Like, okay, you went through the trouble of printing the logo on a sheet, and yeah. then you didn't put the sheet on correctly on right. the model. So, I mean, what happened? You're, you're, there are all sorts of cameras pointed at this thing, so you, you had to notice it. So I would think it would have to have been 
Intentional. Intentional. Yes, it had to have been. How do you miss that? Or, well, no, no, because it's not flipped. I mean, clearly you have the magazines and everything else. What's going on there? Like, because, okay, spoiler, for this minute and for the next few minutes. Yeah. I believe there are multitudes of continuity errors. In, oh, in interesting. This, in this whole sequence. Okay. I'm not saying this is a continuity error, but what? I still just don't understand that. Like, why did you put it on <laughs> backwards on the stuff? And then you can see also in the boxes, too, there's also, um, I think, Forbes, the Forbes magazine that we saw oh, okay. earlier. That's there as well. Yeah. A whole bunch of j- junk. Maybe it looks like one of his awards that he clearly decides to discard. Doesn't care much care about. About, yeah. Oh, of course, though, it's in his office. Ha ha. So that's kind yeah. of amusing. Just anyway, just the sheet thing just got me. Like, what? <laughs> uh, so we uh, see he had, there's a piece of art hanging on the wall. We don't know if this belonged to Tony or belongs to Pepper, uh, but it was interesting because we actually managed to figure out what it was. Uh, so uh, on the on the wall above where all of his stuff is, there's a sort of like a ruined looking bridge. Uh, so we managed to figure out that this is a actual real art photograph i mean like there's you know so people just sometimes there are people who just take pictures of stuff and there's some people who take like artistic photographs of it and so this is one of the latter uh this is actually a piece by mr elger esser uh he is a german landscape photographer from dusseldorf hey uh He's primarily associated with large format images of European lowlands with his characteristic low horizon lines, pale luminous colors, and vast skies, which are all on display at the image we see back here, which is uh, called Tone, uh, or, or possibly Tone 1? Yeah. France. Right. Uh, it's from 1997. Uh, so this is actually, uh, we, we managed to do a, a some Google image researching and, and discovered where it was. Now, um, that's interesting because as we were joking before, as we were doing the research on this, this yeah. is, he's kind of like the German Ansel Adams, right. American photographer who did all this. The nineties, you couldn't walk through a target without seeing <laughs> Ansel Adams framed work, right? Like true. Very true. The nineties were just this stark landscape mode, apparently in no pun intended artistic, <laughs> artistic <laughs> photography. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. There we go. Uh, so then, uh, as as they're as they're walking along, then uh, Pepper is continuing her conversation with Bert, who we assume is one of her lawyer, one of Stark lawyers, or, um, or Bert from Sesame Street. Either it's one, possible. It's very possible. <laughs> um, she says, "No, Bert, Bert, listen to me. Don't tell me what. Don't tell me that we have the best patent lawyers in the country, and then not let me pursue this." And then, so as Tony is still like looking at all of his stuff, going, "I'll I'll get I'll get this stuff out of here." And Pepper sort of just waves him off like, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so she says, well, then tell the president to sign an order. We'll talk about that at the expo. Like, president, oh, that's a capital P. That's oh. like the president, like probably President Ellis. Yeah, oh, yeah. And Bert right? must be like the chief of staff or somebody important. Yeah. I mean, or, as I'm, trying, I'm trying to figure out who exactly Bert is by this, this side of the conversation. I feel like he is the, main, the, the chief counsel for Stark. Because oh, she right. says, legal, right. don't legal t- yeah, because she says, don't tell me we have the best patent lawyers in the country and then not let me pursue this. So he's like her chief counsel or whatever, basically saying, I don't think we should probably take on the federal government in court. Right. And she's like, oh, yeah, we're going to. Um, yeah. So we, as Tony's uh, pulling back the sheet, she says, Hammer's giving some presentation tomorrow evening. And, and, and then she's repeating a question that Bert's asking her, will Tony Stark be there? <laughs> 
Um, anything that they also that happens off camera as well. So I'm always, I'm, this is one of those things that I've, I'm for whatever reason, hyper aware of when I watch these movies, whenever a character delivers a line via the back of their head, I always get suspicious. I'm like, Oh, there's some editing they had to do. Like there's some retconning they had to figure later on because when, she, when pepper delivers that she's delivering it to the wall. Like we only are seeing the back of her head and her saying this, that's ADR. So basically they put that in after, uh, that would further the theory that this scene is heavily edited. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think wish, the, the, yes. I, like, basically like this is setting up the end. And I, so I think there's a lot of like things that they redid. Dot what connecting. It was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There's a lot of dot connecting here. Um, well, and also, uh, you know, we should mention, obviously when Tony first enters, when, when he's entered the room now at the beginning of this minute, he's seeing her have this conversation. He's watching the newscaster eviscerate her right on the, t- yeah. on the TV. He has this moment of, you can see he's, it's not just compassion. It's wow. I've really put you in a really horrible situation. Haven't I? Yeah. And, and also and I don't belong standing. here. Oh no. Exactly. Like, you know, right. All of his stuff is piled up in the corner. Like there's been a breakup. Right. And he's there to get his stuff. You know, that sort of <laughs> that same thing of like, Oh, so, uh, this is awkward. It's about to get more awkward. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so Tony actually then pulls a chair up and, and sits down. Uh, and then to answer the question, will Tony Stark be there? He says, will I? And Pepper says, no, he will not. <laughs> bye. And she says, bye, which I always find interesting, too, because most movie characters do not say bye or goodbye when they're on the phone. No, it's just click. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's a, one of those one of those things where once you become aware of it, it's that glass shattering thing from How I Met Your Mother. You'll notice that every time a character is, they just they just hang up. They don't say bye. They don't say later. They don't say anything. They just like they finish the conversation, click to save screen time. They just hang Bert, up. Bert is special. Uh, <laughs> so that's right. Bert Bert warrants a bye. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, Tony says, "I would like to be." Got a minute? Pepper says, "No." <laughs> Tony's like, come on, you just got off the phone. You're fine. 30 seconds. Pepper said, and look, looks at her watch. She goes, 29, 28. <laughs> Any of us with spouses or significant others who we've annoyed at one point in our life know the feeling. Of this. Yes. We exactly. can recognize that, like, oh, okay. <laughs> You're in um, trouble. <laughs> yeah. Walk very tenderly with what you're right. about to say. So Tony says, I was just driving over here and I thought. I was coming to basically apologize, but I'm not. Oh, <laughs> says, you didn't come here to apologize. And Tony said, and then Tony says, look, that goes without saying, and I'm working on that, but I haven't been entirely upfront with you. And I just want to make good. Now, as we're talking about this, the one thing we have not mentioned is sort of the elephant in the room, and that is the piece of kinetic sculpture that is sitting <laughs> on the desk. So this it's- is something that the, the, set decorator brought in and put on they thought it would be they thought it'd be interesting and they everyone was like even john favreau was looking at like that's insane that thing is like so distracting like why would you have anything and they thought it was so funny that this ridiculous thing would be on the on the desk that they decided not only to use it in the movie but also to put it front and center and even like this is a conversation they had with with um 
Gwyneth and Robert were just like, no, no, we're going to put it between you. Like, we're going to have it right, right. there. Like, so that thing. So th- as they're trying to have, the, Tony's trying to have this conversation about apologizing, not apologizing. There's this weird metal thing swinging up around in between the thing. It's, it's a really fascinating piece oh, because yeah. you, it's hard to predict where it's going to go because right. of the way they have the weights distributed. So it's not like a, uh, one of those executive desk toys with the marbles where it goes click, clack, click, clack, back and forth. Like, it's all over the place. And silent. That, the thing and I silent. like about it is it's silent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you know what this uh, is called? I don't know what it's called. Oh, it's called the Swinging Sticks. <laughs> okay. It is currently, at the time that we're talking about this, it is still available at the glongshop.com. G spelled G-E-E, longshop.com. And um, they are... Very happy to let you know the swinging sticks as seen in Iron Man 2. <laughs> They're very clear. But um, it's it's very cool. It comes in a variety of sizes, comes in a variety of colors, looks really cool. It's cool except for its price. Oh, really? And how much uh, would you pay to have your desk look like Pepper Potts's? If you would like one about the size of the one that's on that desk. It'll set you back about $289. Ooh, okay. So, wow. So definitely the capital E executive desk toy. Oh, this is, yeah, this, this is the top level. This is, <laughs> this is the corporate suite. I think that's just kind of funny. Well, one is that, okay, it's a real thing. I mean, somebody obviously that brought people saw this. Um, and I think this is cool that you found something that is visually, in this case, I'm not saying it's annoying as a piece of art. In mm-hmm. this case, it's annoying. Yeah. It doesn't when make a sound. It's between two faces. Yes. Yeah. It, I mean, it actually serves a kind of a, it's a, it's a third character in this, <laughs> in this conversation, which I think is kind of neat, but yeah, it's a real thing. It's huh. yeah. You can still buy it today. Um, okay. Like, Tony lets it go on. Oh, go ahead. So, Tony, Tony lets it go on for a while. Then finally says, can I move this? This is crazy. It's like a Ferris wheel going. Yeah. I'm trying to get some. And then I just love Gwen's delivery that she just goes, no. <laughs> he wants to get it out, move it out of the way and she's like no I like it just where it is well and that's the end of the minute pretty much yeah that's, that's, that's it that comes to an end um, just a couple things to point uh, when he comes in we've talked about the back room of the office there's two things that have bugged me about this okay so one the sheet the second thing mm-hmm. is and, and I'm and I'm not seeing things but I want you to take real notice during the scene what's in the windows behind her which right mm-hmm. now it's a bunch of indescript, looks like three, four story office office buildings. Right. But also notice there's a there's some lilies and a vase. There's a mm-hmm. sort of a white glass globe thing. But take a look at the monitor. When he first comes in, you see uh, Pepper from the Tony Stark side of this. The monitor is this single black monitor, LCD monitor on a stand. When the camera switches to her point of view, it's a different monitor. Oh. And the monitor isn't just a monitor. It actually has speakers on the sides of the monitor that don't exist when you see it from the other shot, which I find really interesting. Here, I'm going to tell you a spoiler. When we get to the next minute, there's a third monitor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, because I was trying to figure out what that monitor was, and I couldn't because monitors are really, really hard to, to figure out for a, a profession like ours. Oh yeah, no, it's, they're black and square. That's uh, and this, but you can absolutely see there is a difference in the monitor. Like it changes. Mm. So with all of this going on, I really wonder what what was the original footage of this scene, and 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 yeah. because there's so much that's going on here, um, and we'll talk about more about it in the next minute. 
So spoiler uh, tease for the yeah. for our next one. So as we mentioned, uh, the art in her room, the the Elgar Esser print that's on there. Um, the world is looking for the next Elgar Esser, and it could be you. Uh, and you can do that by joining Instagram. Instagram, the social network that's designed for beautiful pictures. The next Elgar Esser or Ansel Adams will probably be discovered on Instagram. It could be you. And while you're there, we're there too. Who will not be the next Elgar Esser or Ansel Adams? We just like putting up really cool art about the podcast that we do. But we do work really hard on it. So uh, we would appreciate it if you would give us a like, give us a follow. um, So the stuff we're doing, the the team actually does this, take their job very, very, very seriously. They Um, they did a presentation for us about the stuff they were doing and it was pretty impressive all the stuff they're doing and when i say team i think it's probably just one guy <laughs> way to go way to go yeah our our art team is par excellence when it comes in, in the world of podcasting and you should give them some love so uh the mystery of the strawberries continues uh, oh, yes. as we go into the night because they're the other character in the room that no one's talking about uh and we're gonna find out why that's important here when we get into minute 79 so you do not want to miss it enough said bye